That is what we do as researchers, we problem solve. My husband always used to ask me, how do you do something when you fail like 95% of the time? And that is what research is. There's a lot of failure, but then those successes are really, really, really rewarding. You tackle it kind of one day at a time, solve problems. As an assistant professor in the UNC Eshelman School of Pharmacy, Lindsay James is a problem solver. A researcher in the Division of Chemical Biology and Medicinal Chemistry, Lindsay investigates problems related to cancer, HIV, and other diseases. She's solving pieces of the puzzles for these diseases that she hopes will lead to greater understanding and better treatments. Welcome to Well Said, the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill's podcast. I'm your host, Will Reimer. We're in Lindsay's office in Marsico Hall near the UNC Healthcare Buildings. Her research into possible treatments for a specific type of cancer, called multiple myeloma, recently received funding from Pinnacle Hill to answer questions about the disease and to try to find better treatments for it. Pinnacle Hill is a partnership between Carolina and Deerfield Management Company to develop more effective innovations for the world's medical needs. On today's episode, Lindsay will discuss her research and the potential impact it can have on patients suffering from the second most prevalent blood cancer in the United States. And she'll explain why she loves being a scientist. When I went to college, I thought I either wanted to go into science or medicine or mathematics. My father was a physician, so I developed kind of an interest in medicine. And then I was particularly inspired by my chemistry teacher in high school, who, you know, was probably the hardest teacher in the school and everybody avoided, but kind of sparked my interest. So I started taking some chemistry classes in college and really liked the combination of science and also problem solving that you get more in math. Lindsay majored in chemistry in college and then came to Carolina for her doctoral degree, which she earned in 2010 from the Department of Chemistry. She's been at Carolina ever since. She found her next home in the Eshelman School of Pharmacy, which is a perfect fit for her to combine her love of chemistry and interest in medicine. There, she leads a research lab that is part of the Center for Integrative Chemical Biology and Drug Discovery. The research that we do is kind of at the interface of chemistry and biology. We use our knowledge of organic chemistry and our interest in being able to make molecules. We like to make them not necessarily to say that we made them, but to see what type of impact they can have in a biological setting, particularly a disease-relevant setting. We use techniques that we know in biology, for example, cell biology or chemical biology, cancer biology, to use these molecules that we're able to make ourselves in the lab and see what impact they may be able to have on on human health. A lot of my students have training in organic chemistry, but they think about it. They have an interest in medicine, an interest in using their skills in organic chemistry to, to have an impact on human health. So Lindsay and her lab create molecules. What those molecules do and the effects they have in cells help to better understand the causes of certain diseases and assist her team in thinking about ways to approach the development of new therapies. Sometimes we're working on proteins that we really don't know what's going to happen when we inhibit them. So an ideal scenario, yeah, we're going after um, a protein that we know is problematic, but that's not always the case. Pharmaceutical companies are largely looking to academia these days to validate new targets, to present enough data in the literature to say, it looks like if we go after this target based on what group whoever has done, that it's a good way to tackle this disease. And that's what's happened with Lindsay's research into possible treatments for multiple myeloma, 
It's a blood cancer that affects about 30,000 new Americans every year and disproportionately affects African Americans. Patients receive pharmaceutical, chemotherapy, or radiation treatments, but those treatments aren't particularly effective. It's a cancer that there really is no good cure for, and a lot of patients do not respond well to current treatments. It's one that we don't understand all the causes of it, and that's why we've gotten interested in it. There's some data in the literature about misregulation of certain genes that could be associated with multiple myeloma, and so we're driven to better understand if maybe going after some of these genes would lead to a cure or a way to treat patients that have multiple myeloma. Lindsay's lab worked with the Structural Genomics Consortium in Toronto to create a molecule. In developing that molecule, they targeted a specific protein, which is one that's thought to play a significant role in multiple myeloma and other diseases. Her research findings led Pinnacle Hill to invest in Lindsay's research to find more effective treatments for the disease. Launched in October 2018, Pinnacle Hill was established as a research and development partnership between Carolina and Deerfield Management Company to advance the development of new medicines. It's somewhat of a continuation of an existing project. I have funding related to it from other sources, but the Pinnacle Hill or, or Deerfield funding definitely takes everything to a new level. Pinnacle Hill was established with a $65 million funding commitment from Deerfield. The goal of the partnership is to accelerate the development of biomedical innovations to address significant unmet medical needs. I remember going to an information session and not knowing quite what they wanted, but it's clearly different from, for example, applications that we put into the NIH that are very exploratory. You know, you kind of get the money and you run with it and you do as much as you can, whereas this my impression was that they wanted new therapies or new things that could potentially have a commercial implication. I thought about the projects that we had ongoing in the lab. Was there one that may be a good fit for this type of mechanism? Like most PIs, especially young PIs, you're scrambling to get any funding you can and to keep your lab alive, to get tenure, things like that. So I, you know, like a lot of people, threw in an application and kind of rolled the dice. Lindsay's project is the first one to be awarded with funds from Pinnacle Hill. The goal of this project is to develop compounds that block the function of a specific protein, which is thought to play a specific role in the progression of a subtype of multiple myeloma. If they can develop a compound that inhibits that protein, that solves one more problem and might lead to a new, more effective treatment. The Deerfield mechanism is really pushing towards IND or investigational new drug. With a lot of projects, we just think about getting a really high-quality publication. And that's great. You know, that's definitely what we strive to do. But this has kind of expanded mine and the viewpoint of folks in the group to think about not only that publication. While we always have a desire to impact human health, it's harder to think about that as a reality. Through the Deerfield mechanism, it's brought us a little bit closer to thinking about how what we do in the lab can not only lead to a good publication, but can maybe be more transformative, more translational, and hopefully impact human health if we are successful. For the problems that Lindsay's investigating, there aren't always final answers. New answers often just lead to more problems. But that's just the way she likes it. In some ways, it makes it fun. that There's not always a final answer to come to. You have to be able to design experiments and design ways to tackle problems. There's something analytical about that. Sometimes you finally, you know, you do get an answer that is that ultimate 
success. But even then, it's never ending. I think that's the one part that I find sometimes frustrating about my career is that science is open-ended and never-ending. I mean, that's the the plus and the minus at the same time. So the work kind of never ends. And again, that's good because there's always new problems to solve, but that's bad because there's always new problems to solve. You really have to enjoy what you do to be successful and doing research is fun. In my mind, it doesn't seem like a job, but it is hard. There isn't always an answer and there's a lot of failure. And so I think it's just a combination. Ultimately, I really enjoy having an endpoint that is related to human health to see that, you know, where that impact may go. Lindsay also says the culture here at Carolina makes her job even better. So not only are there people here that have expertise that I can benefit from, but there are people here who genuinely want to collaborate and genuinely want to work on high-impact, difficult research problems together. There's no competitive culture that I've interacted with. It makes it really enjoyable to do what we do on a regular basis, and it makes it fun to come to work on Mondays, and it makes it fun to work hard on the projects that we're really invested in. To learn more about Lindsay's project, Finding Potential Treatments for Multiple Myeloma, and other projects she's doing, go to the UNC Eshelman School of Pharmacy website. That's pharmacy.unc.edu. What's a difficult problem you're working to solve? Let us know at wellsaid at unc.edu or on Twitter at UNC. Share what you think of the show and any ideas you might have for us. You can find Well Said wherever you listen to podcasts. So thanks for subscribing and sharing it with a friend. And thank you for listening to this episode of Well Said. See you next week.